We've come to the end of another month, and you know what that means. It's time to revisit another Star Wars movie. This week, as we near the end of our Hasui list, we reevaluate perhaps the Star Wars movie with the most Star Wars Easter eggs in it. Solo, a Star Wars story. Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah, and hi, listeners. <laughs> hi, listeners. Hello. And we love you, and may the, the fourth show, be with the you. The podcast, the only podcast, and it's called yeah. How Star Wars Is It? And on this show, we, what do we rate do? and what review do we do? everything. Um, That's right. On a scale of one to ten, but not of how good that thing is, but of how Star Wars that thing is. That's right. You understand what we mean by this, and you understand the name of the show and the premise of the show. How Star Wars um, is Spaceballs. That's eh, pretty Star Wars. How Star Wars is Grilled Cheese. Not very. You know, we do have some new listeners, uh, if if yeah, metrics are, be, are to be believed. Yeah. So if the, if this is your first Star Wars movie episode you're listening to, Welcome. then let me let me double explain because we are reevaluating, revisiting yes. our Star Wars movies because we already did them all throughout the first year Look, of our podcast. We we assessed every Star Wars movie, but it took something like two years to really get to all of them. And by the time we finished, our scale was all out of control. Like I think we yes. might have given one like a five, and we've given one like a ten. That's just inappropriate. No. So we decided yeah. every month we're going to reevaluate one and really hedge our bets against. Uh, like like tighten up our scale a little bit. Yeah, we were children and we spoke like children <laughs> and yeah. we thought like children and we didn't understand what we do now. Yes, that we're but now we grown-ups. are putting away childish things. Exactly for the Lord. I, I said <laughs> anyway. into a microphone with a two other fucking dorks. <laughs> One of which who is in a casual Han Solo cosplay right now. Yeah, right. I, I believe. And let's not let's let's, let's let us dice. dare no further. Let us dare no further and introduce our guest, perhaps the foremost expert on this movie that exists maybe it's, it's ever quite, it's quite possible yeah. <laughs> there might maybe but, uh, i should join a facebook group there's probably others <laughs> I'd, yeah. I'd probably, i probably would hate all of them <laughs> yeah there's not a single solo a star wars story facebook group that i would enjoy being in but welcome back to the show for the millionth time yeah Michael Delaney. Hi, hello. Great to be here, especially for this very special episode. I, yes. I, when yeah. you guys were redoing the uh, movies, I was like, <laughs> if they if they don't ask me for solo, I mean, that's gonna be pretty fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which of course, Friendship the ended. first one we asked you to do was was the first episode you ever did with us, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Yeah, we were like, do the thing you did again. Yeah. And for the listener, Michael Delaney is is. Uh, is that I, I believe that's a that looks like a Han jacket. Oh yeah, this is this is a solo a Star Wars story jacket and that I purchased Alden from Etsy. Aaron Reich. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. I, and I, there, there's more to come too. I do have a, I have a shirt going oh. on too with the flag. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And, and he's got the dice. dice. And I got the, the dice. dice. <laughs> Dice. Can you get some foley on those dice? Like crink, like maybe j- clang them next. It's yeah, that's gonna be really nice. <laughs> That's gonna be real. Imagine. I that's could try like to toss exact- them up, and they just <laughs> smack right in the mic. That is gonna sound exactly like they sound 
in the movie whenever I, he grabs him off the, yeah. or puts them on the rearview mirror. I've I got a remember. dice question right off the bat, which is they are the shape and size of dice one might use in gambling, but mm-hmm. they clearly have a chain between them. So yeah. are they just a decoration? Because if not, there is a little place where you would screw the chain into the die, I would presume, and that would load it wrong. Oh yeah, well, let's... yeah. There's a little hook on the outside, so like you can't roll these. Okay. <laughs> like not, you can't like, roll those. Not properly, at least. I I think then guys, let me just go out on a limb here. So when they made Star Wars, the first movie, you remember that one? <laughs> it was the seventies. <laughs> it was the seventies. Oh, and Star you know, Wars the movie. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what <laughs> would have been picture. like a a funny joke back then would have been like, what if there's dice sure. hanging from the rear of your mirror, but. Or but somewhere. It was also not even the rearview mirror. It was yeah, like in the, the back mirror. seat. <laughs> what yeah. if there's just dice hanging around? Because what do we know that people love to hang in their cars? Big fuzzy dice. Sure. So this because it's space. They'll they're be not big and fuzzy. They're, they're tiny regular size and, and gold. Metal. <laughs> yes, they're yeah. metal. And, and then, no bra. And then no. <laughs> oh yeah, no bras in space. Because this is space. <laughs> no one cared, and then no one cared for decades <laughs> until I don't know. I don't Ryan, know. If, Ryan I don't know if the dice, to guess it's, that it's no Ryan one even Johnson. noticed. <laughs> right. And did Ra- yes. did Ryan Johnson reintroduce the dice? It was, it was, was him. It? it was him. Ron Howard, right, like took it and ran with it. But it was it was him basically being like, "How can I like do a whole symbolize like, Han. yeah symbolize Han Solo?" Because those movies are fucking bizarre in the fact that the original three cast members never are together in in any right. any scene in any movie. So they had to have a scene right where it's like Luke being like, "Hey, remember our other friend who's dead." Here's here's this, I guess. <laughs> we can't give you. We already have the Millennium Falcon, and you're already gonna go ride on it, and that's really the symbol for Han. So here's a piece of it that would have maybe been in the car anyway. Like, <laughs> right. but ever, they're, they're also know? gonna disappear at the end. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Were they really there? It's like Leprechaun gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. We can't we can't start talking about the last Jedi. We have to talk about Solo. Yeah. So anyway, this week we're reevaluating Solo: A Star Wars Story. Which Josiah, do you have our previous score handy? I know that you have those yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I but got like, it. let me let me find it. This is one of the ones that I do think we maybe okay. gave the short shrift to. We gave previously. We were in unanimous agreement that Solo was a low six. A low six, <laughs> which okay. is hilarious to me because because we had to put everything in order, and so we gave everything like. A low six versus a high six. Right. And, and our blah, blah, goal blah. in this reevaluation process is to give each one its own unique number, even if that means yeah. down to like the 16th. <laughs> and we have used the 16th uh-huh. because currently The Last Jedi is the least Star Wars with eight. Rise of Skywalker has 8.0625. <laughs> Force Awakens has 8.125. Uh-huh. Attack of the Clones has 8.25. Empire has 8.5, Revenge of the Sith 8.75, New Hope 9, Phantom Menace 9.25, Return of the Jedi 10. So, where does Solo fall in? Is it more Star Wars than Last Jedi? That's the question. Right. It's absolutely too late to do this, but I was thinking you could just have your own, like, 1 to 10 for Star Wars movies, right? That's true. We could have had a granular scale. (laughs) You mean instead of independently giving each one a score and hoping that it's a different number? (laughs) That's not a bad idea. What if we say that Star Wars movies are all 10s, but then within the 10... There is a different 
How many movies Rated. do you still have to do? Probably like three more. We only have one more after we this. Only have one. We only have Rogue One. Yeah. And then we'll, and then we'll be free. So yeah, li- little little late for that. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been, been good to start. Where were you when we were doing... What was the first one we did? <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Listen, yeah, where were you listening when we did in my car and not and texting you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shaking your fist at the sky. Also, yeah. shout out to Colleen who told me that uh, she heard me ask her that question in, in her car while driving to work. And right. then she texted me and answered later in the day. So that was fun. Colleen, here's oh. another shout out to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listeners, uh, I have a lot of non-conversations with these guys on the podcast and uh, the Patreon <laughs> episode. One time I was sitting on the toilet and then they asked me a question at, uh, through my phone. <laughs> it's like, no, that, I did not say that. That was not me. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> this is my new favorite way to communicate with people. Yeah, like, just like one, speaking one-sided. directly to someone. Yeah, download audio onto your phone of me asking you a question and then <laughs> figure out a way to contact it's me. It's a weird postcard, answer. basically. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like yeah. Marco Polo. or what, Is that what the name of that app is? Where you like send an audio message a video. to someone? TikTok. I think it's TikTok. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was going to bring us back. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 um, you mentioned the Easter eggs. That, that really is going to be, I think, the... Um, distinguishing factor if if yes. the fact that the movie is a, a star wars reference does that make it <laughs> right. more or less because it sure references a lot of stuff but does that does that take it out of the reality yeah. of the of like the universe that has now been a recent thing that takes or that adds points to things in our in our recent episodes that's why we keep slotting in uh, movies above Last Jedi, because Last Jedi is like a sincere, straightforward movie, but like most of the Disney era Star Wars movies are just like references to other Star Wars movies, <laughs> which Last yeah. Jedi is not. Last uh, Jedi is, is too, blameless in that too, but yeah, there, um, there are more egregious, uh, right? Examples, general egregious. Yeah, there, yeah, there are more general <laughs> egregious examples. Now, um, this movie does not have a Death Star or an Emperor. I mean, it no. does have both, but we don't see them. <laughs> Right. It the, does, though, have the Imperial March being played in universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm, major mm-hmm. key. <laughs> yep. So here's, here's what's... Okay, just broad strokes. First off, everyone, go listen to the commentary we did on this. It's our best one yet. Uh, we're really <laughs> yeah. getting good at commentary. we truly were like, what is this? <laughs> we forgot everything about the movie. Yeah. And we were like, Tandy Newton's in this? Guys, Tandy Newton's in this. <laughs> oh, Listeners, yeah. Listeners, did you remember that? Because she's important for the first quarter of the movie. She's not, though. Um, she's not that important. And I want to say Rocket Raccoon is in it, too? <laughs> yeah. Some gruff John- New York guy driving an airplane? I ha- I take such umbrage with John Favreau's performance as that monkey with six arms he in this says, movie. He pronounces it. I don't know if I love this or hate it, but he keeps saying Wookie, Wookie. Have you ever beca- have you <laughs> ever seen a Wookie? <laughs> God, he's so. I don't like it because he's just doing his normal voice, like he's doing John Favreau pitched up slightly, and I'm like, this just sounds like you. Too. Like, Rocket Raccoon's credit, though, like Bradley Cooper, that is a character that he's put. He's doing a character voice, right. so you, you, that is a yeah, good exactly. point. Versus, is Bradley Cooper maybe our finest working actor? <laughs> because, <laughs> um, I, like, he seriously like does a like almost like an improv level character in lots of his performances. <laughs> yeah, I think Bradley Cooper loves. I, that's the thing. He's a handsome leading man who's like he I fancies want to be himself a character, a character actor. actor, right? Yes, and it's like Bradley. I don't 
Bradley. You're too pretty. You're too pretty. <laughs> I, I hesitate to say he's great because I feel like something at some point is going to come out of him being a real dickhead and, and then we're going to have to eat our words. Sure. Um, we'll have to, but the dice, well, the Star Wars reference. Everyone go watch Delaney's video called St- Solo, a Star Wars reference. Yeah. Because that is, I think that's the thesis statement of even this episode. Yes. Yeah, no, this, that movie, this is just so strange. I think I remember I saw it the first time um, and texted Mike about the Kessel Run. And I still, I've seen this movie countless times, still have no idea what the Kessel Run is, why it's a thing. Like, I yeah. wrote that, I wrote that down, uh, like, Lando says, you have to thread through the Cyclada cluster, then pass through the Maelstrom. There's no direct route. And then everybody's talking about the Kessel Run. It's like, oh, yeah, you just go up the highway, the Kessel Run. We all know it. And and then then in the movie, when, like, um, you know, they're running hot with coaxium that's going to blow up, they need a shortcut. He's like, well, I guess I'll go through the Maelstrom. And Lando's like, what do you mean? But it's like, dude, that's what you said you had to do. Yeah, you said thread through the maelstrom. Yeah. Except he pronounced it maelstrom because because Donald Glover asked to pronounce things differently in this movie because that's Lando's character. Right. Yeah, yeah. Maelstrom. This movie is tedious. (laughs) I okay. Can I? Maybe maybe this is a hot take. I, I, maybe it's the fact that we watched this like a week ago now, but like uh-huh. I enjoyed this watching of it much more than the first time. Because if maybe it was because we were doing the commentary and we were trying to find the joy. Yes. We were really like Marie Condoing this movie. Yes, we were yes, like yes. really finding the things that like sparkled. Although we did get to a certain point, I'll say the movie's like two hours and 15 minutes long, which is yeah. probably about 40 minutes too long. But we Guys, did get to a point where we were like, Okay, the the fun has worn off just because it's like still going. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it much they like just every... have to accomplish so many things, and it's like no, you don't. Right. <laughs> this right. could be a Star Wars story. It doesn't have to be four. Every Star Wars. If you yeah, think about solo. The, the context of like this is the only other Star Wars story. Do they even is that even on Rogue One anymore? That was at one point called. It, Star Wars story, right? I think it technically is. I'm sure it probably still is, but I know that they have like fully abandoned the notion that they're going to keep using that phrase. Well, either way, they don't have the opening crawl, right? But what they do have is a couple of like flashes of exposition that is rendered meaningless in 15 minutes. Like it explains the nuances of the Corellian underworld with Lady Proxima, who we see for like five minutes. It's like, do we need this? Yeah, I almost wish it just wasn't in it. This is going to get Mike into his uh, big point about this movie is that it should just be that. Yes, Han Solo shouldn't be in this movie. (laughs) Like this movie. And even if you have Han in it, keep it fucking more simple and make it make him make the whole movie him in the Corellian underworld trying to scrape by and trying to fight his way up and so we can see how he becomes a smuggler because even the end of this movie we're not like I don't know this movie tries so hard to tell you all the fun important things that happened in Han's backstory but then by the end of it you're left with a really unsure like idea of how he gets to where he was in Star Wars A New Hope like arguably he goes right from it to it because he's like hey hey I heard about this job like from Jabba the Hutt basically like that's essentially what they're going to yeah which is weird because it's like 
did because because okay it'd be weird if they set that up to where he's immediately going to Tatooine that would be weird because we know that like there's still some more time that needs to pass the second thing though that would be even weirder is if he heard that didn't do anything about it for several years and then <laughs> well, built up his reputation as a smuggler we, and then went to Tatooine when we first meet Han we know that he owes Jabba money so right. I don't think going straight to Tatooine to see Jabba is you know like he might That's literally true. be going straight to Tatooine to see Jabba and then work like jobs for him for like eight or nine years. Right, right. The, the, the quote-unquote job that he screws up, like you would imagine, though that is within a what several months to go before, do. before sure. <laughs> a new hope. I suppose this is this is the other thing about this movie. Like Han Solo is the worst at what he does compared to everyone else in the movie. Like something we talked about in the commentary a little bit. <laughs> Is that this this movie has the it does this thing that happens in a lot of I don't know putting a team together stories or like yeah. blockbustery movies where the main guy he's just like is witnessing both, yeah he's both the most boring guy and also he's the least skilled guy and so like there are many times during this movie where I was like why is Han even here everyone right. who's here can do what he can do better Chewie's a better pilot uh, Woody Harrelson's a better smuggler like Lando is a better gambler. <laughs> until he has to play fair or whatever and it's just like what he he is rendered to be this mythic cool figure he's han solo we don't know anything about him he has like a debt to pay he's like a well-known smuggler to in this movie we're like oh he's bad at smuggling that's why he owes a debt to jabba is because he's bad at his job well he i mean first off i thought you were gonna give a very strange paraphrase of wolverine's the best at what he does but what he does isn't very nice he's the worst (laughs) at what he does and he's in a movie um and And what he does is nice most of the time even though he pretends it's not i will uh i think i think that um alden ehrenreich's very charming though and i think that's why it's hard to to like like root against him in that sense because he's like i really like him in this movie and i'm i'm very happy that they didn't try to cast somebody who like looked like i mean that is like there's so many things that went wrong in this movie yeah Uh, the the fact that they did not choose to like cast a look-alike or whatever yeah was was good uh and that's what i said in the video is that lando is just doing an impression like Donald Glover right. versus Han is being his own character. And Lando's in it infrequently enough or, or is in uh, so little of it that I'm kind of okay with the impression. And then also, like, I agree. I think Alden Ehrenreich is the number one hero of this movie yeah. acting performance-wise. Yeah. That's how. That's what we came away, came away with. And it's also, once again, a fucking crying shame that Disney tried to bury the, yeah. the sort of not like the failure the of this failure movie of the movie around his neck and bury him. him with it because yeah. he he is like the last person that deserves it like right put it on lord miller for leaving put it on ron howard for doing a very milk toast job put it on like disney for in the first place like i don't know not letting lord miller do what they wanted to do like i don't know if that movie would have been better but it probably would have at least had a little more the thing is those know. conversations like can't like you can't separate that from this movie it's the same right. with um like oftentimes i would say with ant-man and edgar yes. Wright. yeah and, and that is kind of i think it's an unfortunate probably 
symptom of the time we live in because like i told you like we're always reporting on everything including like when vin diesel takes a shit on set yes like yeah so yeah. we know we see the sausage getting made uh so like i'm not saying this is a good movie by any means but i think we would see it a lot more favorably maybe even rise of skywalker i mean it's a bad movie but we would see yeah. these movies differently if we didn't see in like lifetime an x-ray of it the, the yes. people being like oh, oh problems on set this guy right. got fired like so there, it's a yeah. weird thing that you can't separate um, yeah you know what th that's funny you it's mentioned very that taylor because, swift <laughs> yes it's very taylor swift trying, but there are this is what i'm gonna say there are movie fans there are people who just go to the movies who don't know about any of this stuff. Insane that's people. True. Sociopaths. Which, yes. Yeah, Insane. that's like really bizarre that it's just like every week I have a I have a date with the movie theater and I'm going to go like see me. a film I haven't seen. That was me in high school and like the internet wasn't like a huge thing at the time. So I was like, well, right. I'm not a cool kid and I don't drink. So what am I going to do on a Friday? I guess I'll go to the mall. <laughs> yeah, I don't my, have a problem dad... with going to movies, but it is funny that like such a like movie just doused in bad weird media shit like could be seen by someone with no color from meta textual stuff you know like but there were a lot of movies that i unironically genuinely liked when i was in high school because my dad and i would basically go see a new movie at least like once a month uh -huh. yeah. and it was always like whatever superhero movies were coming out we'd go see together we went to see like the gi joe movie which i loved yeah we went to see... It was a long I, time before I realized that you could one? not like a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. The, uh, oh, was that yes. the one with uh, George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who in the end turns out to be uh, Cobra or whatever? I think the G.I. Joe movie. Is that Did that happen? Because I don't remember anything about it, except for that <laughs> Snake Eyes was fucking cool, and then I walked out liking it. Um, or maybe... I can't remember. Anyway. Yes. But there are people who... Like, I watched X-Men Origins Wolverine in theaters and loved it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there was no, there was nothing, there was no media, because if I had been a comic book fan on the internet at that point, I would have been reading all the stuff about, oh, they messed up Deadpool, they did all this stuff. And it I mean, same with the prequels. I was a kid when I watched the prequels. Yes, right. I loved them all, unironically and genuinely, and it wasn't until I became an adult and had a more critical eye and watched, rewatched things that I began to be like, oh, that's not good, that's not good, that's not good. But there are people adults who don't watch movies that way and watch movies just to enjoy them and to like them and want to like them mm -hmm. and i feel like that's probably those pieces of shit <laughs> yeah i know right the, the, the majority of people who watch movies are probably those people like it is right predisposed to enjoying themselves because they're spending their time and money to sit down for two hours and 15 minutes <laughs> yeah exactly which god I, this movie's too would long this movie so i don't i don't hate this movie no me either um, I do think it's like trying to do a couple too many things, but would this movie work better if it were two different projects? One, a Han Solo criminal underworld story, and two, a Star Wars criminal underworld story that maybe we see Han in, but otherwise it's like the crime syndicates like Crimson Dawn or whatever. Maybe. Or maybe it's uh, a TV show. Probably a TV yeah. show because, and again, I was trying to look this up because, you know, uh, once again, all props to Mike for making me like Clone Wars because I really don't <laughs> think I was going to ever try to watch that before. And I, I, I do actually uh -huh. really like it. But that, like the Darth Maul crime syndicate stuff yeah. is present in the show. So there right. is like precedent for it. However, um, I th and I'm it's like, cool. You know what, though, guys? <laughs> Here's the issue 
we were living in when solo came out we were living in a pre-mandalorian world okay and so there was not like this movie couldn't have been something else because they weren't making the tv shows yet i don't even think they were they probably literally weren't making them yet they probably were being pitched or whatever but the mandalorian set the stage for like we can pull in Dave Filoni stuff. We can pull in Ahsoka from from the, the cartoon. You know I. what I mean? The only things that Mike and I want to see in that show ever. Yeah, well, it's right. like that. That made it. That was. That's what set the precedent for now the a million shows that are going to come out, and it's all going to be like, oh, we're pulling things from this. We're pulling things from this. But with this movie, this the plan was still we're going to make individual little movies, and they're going to be like sort of standalone Star Wars stories, background stuff, and. So, like, a better version of this movie, I think, would be a TV show that is about the criminal underworld or something. Mm-hmm. But th- that wasn't in the brains yet of, like, the people who were making these decisions. Like, they that wasn't... Or even of the public. Like, if you had told us when Solo came out that there was, like, that it would be better as a TV show, like, there's probably... I would have been like, what are you talking about? A Star Wars TV show? Are you kidding me? Except well, that I was, like, been... always, like, the, you know, idea, like, oh, eventually going to do an Underworld TV right. show or whatever, but it just never came to be. Yeah, and... they wrote, like, two whole seasons of it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, I, like... Is that what's going to... Is that what the Book of Boba Fett's going to be? There better be a fucking book. I'm saying... I know I said this to you guys in private, but there, <laughs> there better, better be a, a book. book yeah. I'm going to lose my shit. If there's um, not a book, that'll be the funniest fucking name ever. Because <laughs> they're just like, we just, it's a metaphor. I think making a movie seems like uh, an impossible feat. I don't know how it ever works. There's so many things that could yeah. go wrong, and most yes. of the times they do. Uh, and yeah. in, this, in this case, most of them did. But like, you know, imagine this is, you know, trying to get into the heads of the people who made this being like, okay, and then mic drop. Darth Maul's behind it all. Like somebody thinking that's a good idea and that people will be interested in that. Even if like someone like me, who I don't think I even had seen the Clone Wars or that much at the time, but I knew Darth Maul was alive. So I was just like, right. oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's for a very specific, that reveal is for like such a small amount of the audience. Because yeah, for most of the audience, that is going to be the first time they know that Darth Maul's alive. Yes, that's right. what's funny with, like, so many of the, like, quote, Easter eggs in this. Like, I would venture to guess that even, even like, the phrase Kessel Run is not something that, say, 90% of people who have seen Star Wars would, like, remember. It's, it's, it's Chuffa offhanded jargon that he uses in a new hope just to kind of be like you've never heard of my fast ship <laughs> right, and it's, like it's like a dick measuring contest yes, like, yeah and it's like, just like nerds who know that phrase or like Terrace Kasi or that uh, <laughs> that uh, Darth Maul is in charge of a crime syndicate like the references the, the easter eggs are for such a bizarre small <laughs> group of people and it was like a wide release film in theaters yeah. well that's that's like the the cardinal sin of most like Disney Marvel maybe also some DC stuff is is the in-universe building stuff where you're trying to like be like oh this is the important stuff like yeah. people want more of the dice like that like essentially and and right. like focusing on that like winking at the camera and being like castle run huh huh right. Uh, and you like, know what? if I would bet, like, even like my dad, who's like seen the Star Wars movies, if he were to watch Solo, you know, like tonight, I don't think he'd 
see the dice and go, oh, you know? <laughs> well, because the dice were, and, until I guess Last Jedi, the dice were just this sight yes, gag. Yes, right, of course. And I think that like what this movie is, and, and Delaney, this might appeal to you because we're both comic book boys. This movie is the annoying tie-ins to the event that's happening yeah. right. that you think, oh, that could be fun. And then you read it and you're like, oh, none of this matters at all. Yeah. Okay, this is boring and doesn't matter at all. Like, I got suckered into so many of those because of a cool-looking cover. Axis. Or, yeah, <laughs> or, or no, but not even Axis. Like, that event was bad. It was bad. But, like, the side, like, <laughs> comic book with a uh, fucking hobgoblin right. that's, like, about him becoming a good guy or whatever. Right. And then it's like, that could be cool. And then you read it and you're like, this is pointless. We all know, we know what the ending is. And the reason these... I know about Axis is because I was reading the Magneto comic, which I thought was cool. It was sort of like Dexter or <laughs> like the Michael Fassbender Magneto when he's in Argentina killing Nazis. And yeah. then uh, it was like maybe six issues before it was like, and now Axis. And I was like, no. <laughs> he's good now or something. Mike, Mike, I don't know. Mike does not disappoint. It's like he's going he's gonna to talk about Axis. He's going to talk about that Magneto book. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, whenever he talks about comics, uh-huh. it's like, hey, I've been reading this magazine. Here's my book. one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For the listener, don't worry about anything we just said. Uh, <laughs> and probably don't even look it up because it'll just be confusing and stupid. Yeah. Um, anyway, not to bring it to comic books like I always do, but that's what this movie was trying to do was c- expand the expanded universe that they have, but in a way that wasn't interesting or like didn't feel like it mattered. This whole movie feels very weightless. Like, you're like, at the end of it, none of this matters. Because we, <laughs> right. like, who who cares? Like, the parts that were fun were fun. But then at the end, you're like, we don't really even have that good of idea of who Han is. Even though we've, we're supposed, <laughs> it's supposed to be his origin story. Like, right. it's like, well, this, is, is yeah, he still Yeah, he's just love- kind of how he is in the movies we know him from. Just played yeah, by a different actor. <laughs> he, he In the movies that we know him from, he's... A rascal with a heart of gold, and in this movie, he starts out as a rascal with a heart of gold and ends as a rascal with a heart of gold. <laughs> and th- and then at one point says, "I'm a, I'm a I'm a terrible person. I'm a, I'm an outlaw." <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is like, I it's it's almost a funny line because it's like you're not everything we've seen you do has been like for money or good, right? And then you put money aside multiple times. For the to save people, like it's, you're it's a literal funny hero. Because I remember leading up to it coming in theaters, like I think Mike, we were at like one of your old apartments watching the Super Bowl, and like that was <laughs> like when they aired the commercial. We're like, what the, is this going to be? Like even close to a movie? Like what is happening? There's a yeah. photo like that I took like that came back up on Facebook where it's me sitting on like a pop-up thing at the movie theater you know like when a cardboard cutout with for solo uh-huh. so you can sit in like the chair of the Millennium Falcon and I'm just like raising my hands up being like is this gonna be a good movie <laughs> probably <Shrug>? not <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> something that uh, so we probably need to get into actually talking about if a Star Wars reference makes this more Star Wars or less Star Wars because right. I know that's gonna be the greater part of the discussion at the end of the and game we only have about three minutes until the zoom expires mm-hmm. so is this yeah, a good that's true. time as well, any to like pause or do you have something you want to say well so something i wanted to say that i was going to say earlier that i just wanted to touch on well, this this can probably be yeah, done yeah. in three minutes this movie's too long we already talked about that <laughs> the other day i watched adam's family values because charlie was like it has a thanksgiving thing in it it's sort of thanksgiving and i was like okay and i'd never seen it before 
I don't think I've seen the other Adams Family movies from that time either. Because There's it's a sequel, just apparently. The two, right? I haven't well, seen. See, I don't so. even know. I think I think it's yeah, the first <clears throat> in the Adams Family Values. The, na- was the, the sequel. 90s movies. The 90s movies, yes, with Christina Ricci as as Wednesday. Yeah. Um, that movie was 90 minutes long. It fucking ruled, dude. Yeah. Like I... it was it was a very strange movie, and it wasn't for kids or adults. And it was, but there and there are parts that were very funny and parts that were so stupid. But it was ninety minutes, so yeah, I didn't care. I would, I would None love of, a ninety. <laughs> Tentpole movies, by and large, I, I, I want to say maybe the past five years, probably ten, have always been pushing two hours. Like that's like yeah. two, two plus. Like I remember, yeah. it sucks. I love whose fault is this? Watching like a scan like Amazon Prime or something. Like I don't know, I'll watch a crime movie. It's not going to be good, but it'll be an average crime movie. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, American Gangster, Ridley Scott. I remember seeing that. I'd like to revisit it. It's like three hours. I was like, can't do that right now. It's no. ten o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, and and like, the original Star Wars is almost two hours like on the dot. Like you're telling me the the backstory of Han Solo needs an extra fifteen minutes than like the quintessential hero's journey film of well, how, the twentieth century. Let, let me ask you this: How would you know who killed Aura Singh? Woody Harrelson did. <laughs> That's right. That's true. God, yeah, this movie is for like. <laughs> Like young Gen X people <laughs> who played like all the Shadows of the Empire shit, like people yeah. just a touch older than us. I mean, us too, but like, it, it's it's for the fact that he it's killed for, like, Singh. Aura Singh is like a lady Boba Fett. Like you don't know anything about her. She's a cool bounty hunter. The fact that Woody Harrelson killed her off screen is sad to me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's just sort of like bizarre so, i'm trying to figure out whose fault it is that we have two plus hour blockbusters so i was just doing some googling so all the original spider-man movies the longest was i think three but they all cop, cop out at like two hours and a little bit like five yeah. minutes or something which uh-huh. is like i'm okay with that the original x-men movies an hour and 45 the second one is longer the third one's an hour 45 again is it the Lord of the Rings movie's fault? Is that what mm-hmm. happened? Is they they came out and everyone thought if we have to be taken seriously, we have to be long. Maybe. Perhaps. I want to. I'm going to do a deep dive into this. Into why movies, <laughs> <laughs> why movies is long. Why movies is long. Anyway, that was just my like Adam's Family Values is no Scooby Doo on Zombie Island because it's still 20 minutes too long. But it was definitely. <laughs> better than this uh-huh. mud because of the length. I think That's we need I to, to uh, end this Zoom, so let's Scooby-Doo this yeah. crap. We're let's yeah, let's... <laughs> let's go. We're we'll talk about that trailer up. later. So is being a Star Wars reference, Solo a Star Wars reference, does that give this points pro or con Star Wars? This is the uh. ultimate Disney Star Wars movie, so for better or worse. So yes. I think... I, I don't know. It's because, you know, I feel like if you haven't noticed by now, my MO whenever I come on the show is be like, all right, you guys, you guys go first, and then I'll give my rating that's way higher. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I yeah, really yeah. honestly don't know how I want to go about it because I, I like this movie for dumb reasons, but it is uh, like my cynical side is being like, yeah, this is what Star Wars is now. That it's, you're it's this totally bullshit. right. Yes. So... I, so I want to know also, like, what draws you so much to this movie that it compelled you to, like, make a whole video essay on it and, like, think uh, about it and buy the dice? <laughs> I think because um, 
I've said this before, basically, like, I don't know, in the past, like, again, this, this like, has to do with, like, a, a level of cynicism on my part in, in movie-going, like, and accepting things for, uh -huh. for what they are. Like, there are bad movies like Solo, and then there are bad movies like Batman v Superman. And one of those makes me angry for uh -huh. a lot of different reasons. The other, I'm just like, oh, my God, a marketing like, team <laughs> thought this was a good idea. Yeah. So, yeah. like, how'd you guys like, miss every ball that they threw across the plate? <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. So a for a little bit, strikeout. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker was my my thing, and I was uh -huh. like, I I remember telling you, like, I showed one of our friends, Dave, who I know would hate it. Uh -huh. Like, I just I just watched him watching it basically the whole time, so he'd get mad. Uh -huh. And then I was like, you know, it's a movie I haven't thought about in like three years is solo <laughs> so I gave it a shot one got it I think there's a level of like sincerity of intent that like a bad movie that's enjoyable versus a bad movie like a Batman mm -hmm. versus Superman because and maybe not, maybe sincerity of intent isn't the right word because you can tell that the people who made Batman versus Superman you can tell that Zack Snyder thought it was really good you know what I mean? Like, right. you can tell that the people involved in that movie thought it was this big, important thing. Right. Which is more, which is annoying when you watch it and it sucks. And then I think there's Solo, which, not to, like, discount any of the performances, but I don't think anyone who make who were was making Solo thought it was going to be this big, important thing. Right. Like, even before it changed hands, they knew they were going to be making a fun movie. Right. And so, like, the fact that you can still have fun watching it it feels distanced from these like epic mo like movies that are supposed to be yeah yeah these big things yeah that that's end up true because other than it maybe being too long it is fun the whole time and I'm using like the like quotation marks there you right. know like yeah. everything seems to in in have been intended to be fun. He pretends it rocks a thermal detonator. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I I, I, did, I like that. That was funny. I was like, that's funny. That's all right. That that was one of the the is this lord miller that we're seeing here which is a fun game to play with this movie right who's, who's here's here's the question that it? we've asked outside of the podcast is uh not being able to see anything is that very star wars <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will well, say I don't know if they remastered it on any level because it it's easier to see on my TV screen than it was in the theater. I remember it's being funny like you mm. say what that. that's the like fuck? the first thing we talk about in the commentary which I think probably comes out like soon. I don't think it's yeah. we've released it yet, but like we had to bump Josiah's screen brightness up like 100% because the first ridiculous. scenes are like just, in it's like watching Blue. an improv team do the bat. <laughs> yeah, there. So I don't know if that is for points or against points. But here's what I'll say with our scale that we have so far. This is the trend. All right, the Disney era are all the lowest. Um, mm -hmm. With Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens going from less to like least to highest. So and then everything and then prequels and original trilogy are all mishmashed. For the top six, mm -hmm. so that lead my my consensus my where I'm going with this, the Disney era seems to be at least so far from what we've rated things less Star Wars than the original trilogy and prequels. That to, if we Which are consistent, is kind of a funny sense. thing because just like what you said a second ago, Delaney, it's like th for better or for worse, this is what Star Wars is now. And, yeah, and I wonder if we have like an inherent bias toward 
like oh definitely earlier you know like how star wars is each trilogy i wonder if (laughs) if we wait earlier movies we do we do it's like talk to i don't even know what age group but anybody who's like not 30 some years old yeah it's gonna be a different type of yeah yeah, scale Being like, uh, you mean the Kylo Ren series, Star Wars? <laughs> right. Oh, that BB-8 show with Baby Yoda? <laughs> yeah, there is, it, it, for us, we absolutely wait the original movies more, and then it's prequels, and then it's new stuff in general. So, like, I also, though, I don't know if I have a problem with that. Like, something, no. something about, like, initial Lucas-era feels like it should, like, taste more like the star wars chili <laughs> let me let me get down let me let, let, let me bring you let, let's get let's get down to some some metaphor here so like so i'm really into uh caution alert this is this is uh, should be on the rating for explicit yeah rating, yeah, yeah this, right well, this is gonna be a challenging concept <laughs> oh, okay yeah. everyone uh so i'm really into then i get tiktoks of them a lot like deconstructing evangelical faith because that is what i had to do as a person Sure, and I'm I'm no longer what you have learned. <laughs> yeah, so I get a lot of like atheist TikToks, but they're like cool and Yo- not being Yoda's dicks about it. Yoda's always doing that with evangelical Christianity. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, Yoda's I just like, to finish that thought. <laughs> Yoda's like, you were stuck in a, a basically a cult. Here, let me help you out. But anyway, the thing that I always go back to, especially when talking about the Bible, not to get nerdy on everybody. But I like to look up this kind of stuff up. But so the the original the. The original documents that we have for the Bible are probably the best sources, right? Those are our close to primary. There are no primary sources from the Bible because we have no proof that anybody who said they were there was there. Well, my neighbor one time, my neighbor done told me one time he did done talk (laughs) with Jesus. (laughs) Well, that not Mike's neighbor, notwithstanding or whoever that character was. Um, no, it was me. <laughs> it was Mike. So. No, that, that was my real voice. <laughs> that Mike's been doing a character this whole time. But so, like, those are the primary sources, right? And then from everything later, more translations, more documents, more reprintings, stuff gets diluted. And so, and stuff. some stuff stays the same. Some stuff is changed. Uh, some stuff is changed for, like, political reasons. Some stuff is changed for religious reasons, whatever. All that to say, the original documents of Star Wars are the original trilogy, and the further away we get from that, the more diluted it becomes. Yes, yes. So, like, sure. it's like in anything. You want as close to a primary source as you can get, and we have that yeah. in the original trilogy. So, like, Filoni stuff is, like, Methodists, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, J.J. Yeah, yeah. uh, Abrams is, like, Catholicism, or... <laughs> no, I think I think Dave Filoni is, like, Mormonism, because he came he came in after the fact. That's and right, that's was... true. It's latter-day Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Grew, I grew up as a Catholic, and I, I don't want to be associated with J.J. Abrams. Okay, I'll pick a different person <laughs> for that. <laughs> uh, Catholicism is... Uh, I don't know. Uh, Warwick Davis. Like, the books? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> The bo- yeah, what's like the spookiest part of Star Wars with like the most kind of like the s- magic? You mean the the seven books that exist in the Star Wars universe, the sacred yeah. Jedi texts? The Jedi texts <laughs> right. are Catholicism, and the Book of Boba Fett, and one of those Jedi texts better be a fucking is... book. There better be a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if in the what if in the next Star Wars movie they show us that the Jedi texts are the Bible manuscripts that we have from very <laughs> early on? I They're mean. like, turns out. The M document is right here. 
I was like, I was speaking of Ethan again. We were texting today about like the recent Marvel movies, none of which I have seen, and he recommended one. I can't even remember. Um, was it Shang Chi? I, I believe so, because I think he said the only he, he thought I've Eternals seen. was kind of bad. But um, I was like, I Shang-Chi. am not interested. In really any new Marvel things, I will probably end up seeing them, but I'm not nearly as like in a rush. And then I was like, oh no, we're only about like seven or eight years away from Star Wars having become a Disney property. They release something new every like six months. And I was like, am I I somewhere between like five and 10 years away from just like fully turning on Star Wars and never looking at it again? Well, so here's the, here's here's my question because they were we were already in that because Rogue One and Solo releasing in between trilogy right. movies we were in that and then they everything tanked or at least didn't do as well as they wanted it to do especially critically and so they overcorrected so hard by being like no more Star Wars movies yeah and now it's just TV and so I'm like do will they ever be brave enough again to start making movies. Or is it just going to be TV from here on out? I remember a couple of years ago, my cousin's husband cornered me on Christmas Eve. Not a, never a good, never a good situation with this guy. <laughs> and he's just talking about Star Wars, and he's just like, "It just feels so weird. This is like the first Christmas in a while. There's not been a Star Wars movie." And it's like, "Don't you see? That's a problem that you feel that way." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it shouldn't be like feel weird. <laughs> well, it's the holidays. Better, you know, if it yeah. is the holidays, watch the Lego holiday special. Yes. Watch that. It's yeah, like that how one's great. for like years the the commercials in like the fall would be like it's october which means one thing saw <laughs> yeah <laughs> saw six <laughs> when um yeah what what was the last movie right skywalker right i guess that's yeah. been that yeah, was that was, the most then that was like that was holiday season 2019 i guess so right. 2019 that was when they threw in the towel they were like we're not making any more well and we they did do really have movies job. announced and in the works like but they they keep kind of like no, shelving them and like no they don't well they don't i know they say they do but they don't they have like the a little rogue like squadron movie that they're like kind of teasing and they have like no. there was always this announced Ryan Johnson well, trilogy that like has and then, also that's how been and then put the director makes a bad movie. Yeah, right. And then they're like, wait a minute, I don't know if we can stand behind this Colin Trevorrow right, anymore. Right. Or this Patty Jenkins. Wasn't there some kind of thing that was going to be from the Game of Thrones writers, and then yeah, that sh- that the <laughs> that's the, that's why the yeah. last season was bad because they're like, hey, we got to bang this season out because yeah, then we're so getting we Star, Wars Star Wars money, Wars. bitch. Yeah, and then right. they did and such then, a bad job. Yes, <laughs> that Star Wars was like, just kidding, never well, mind. And like, somewhere in there, they also were like, we're going to do a new show for HBO about what if the South won the Civil War, and then everybody fucking turned on them because oh, like, yeah. Yeah. guys. <laughs> You know, I only don't remember need? that as a Twitter concept. That's uh-huh. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They they really they really threw away all their good fortune very quickly. Yeah. Never has the populace turned on a property so quick and so thoroughly. Right. Should we go to the? Did we ever go yeah. to the break? No, we didn't. Let's no. go to the break. Let's go to the break. Then... I got I got two games. Yeah, okay. Then we'll come back games. and play two games. <laughs> we wahoo. That we're so back. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Very good. 
Okay, so I am doing the game this week, and the game is two games. The first game... We always game like having Michael Delaney on because we make him do the game. Yeah. <laughs> you don't make me do anything. I That's offer true. up like way ahead. I was like, I don't know what you got planned. I'll do a game. <laughs> I'll do a game. First game is about Solo, a Star Wars story, and the game is... Go watch my video. It's called Solo, a Star Wars <laughs> reference. Uh-huh. I'll wait. Okay. It was, it was good, right? Did you, you have a good time? That I was good really time. good, yeah. Good it's video. a lot of fun. I Second still game. think to this day, every so often, I'll think child in a mosque. <laughs> a mosque. She is a child. Uh, yeah, in a mosque. For those who, who, who did not play the first game, shame uh-huh. on you. Uh, but yes, uh, what's her name? Um, Enfys Nest. Enfys Nest is just a child in a mosque. Enfys Nest. Uh, real game. Nothing to do with Solo. Okay. Because, Great. Uh, you know, I've, I've had a lot of people reach out, on me, out to me on Twitter, and they loved the last game uh-huh. of Are You for Cal Real Cian? Oh, so, yes. Uh, <laughs> we will be playing another edition of Are You for Cal Real Cian? Commentary edition. And and the other phrase is what again? <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Okay. So, so uh, unfortunately, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, we are at the back end of all of your rewatch. So uh, you already covered Attack of the Clones. Um, <laughs> but we will be covering it in this game. Great. So, <laughs> Good. I have mixed in DVD commentary from George Lucas and oh Co. God. with my with my own yes. uh, made up quotes. So if it is real, you will say Lando Calrissian. Uh-huh. Yeah. If it is fake, you will say Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> right, right. Obi Wan Kenobi. Right, right, right. Okay. So. Oh man, I am. I love this fucking movie. <laughs> I love Attack of the Clones, and I'm very excited for this. First one. Obi-Wan should probably not be allowed in bars with his track record. That's funny. Lando Calrissian, (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's funny because, like, chronologically, this might be the beginning of his track record. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. But in order of film release... I'm going to go strong out the gate and say it's Phil one Kenobi. I'm going to say it's Lando Calrissian. I love when this happens because one of you makes me look smart. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is. It is Phil one Kenobi. Shit. I made yes. that one up. Yes. Number oh, two. By the way, who speaks in the commentary? Okay. So, and again, I'll always. It's Lucas, Rick McCallum. Uh-huh. Um, ben I Burt. I can't remember. No, Ben Burt, yes. Uh-huh. And then... Um, the CGI guy. I can't uh-huh. remember what his yeah, name is. Like I, I picture him ILM. as uh, a man with red hair and a beard. I don't know if that's true <laughs> or not. He's actually he's actually a fully mocapped guy. Like he doesn't yes. go into uh-huh. public. He's all mocap. But uh, yes, yeah, some of some of the quotes will be from him as well. Okay. Uh, so, and then this is this is another guy. I don't know who this is. This this guy was not on the episode three track. So. <laughs> Or so we think. Or so you think. He's... That's later. It could be Michael Delaney. (laughs) Okay. It would have been very cruel to kill a robot. You can kill humans, but a robot, no one would allow that. 
Our rating would go to NC-17, which kind of relates to something that Josiah said on a yeah. recent episode. About, I've talked about how robots is dogs. Yep. So this is I, in the commentary is, track of Attack of the Clones. Someone, so yep. here's here's my guess. I'm going to say that is Lando Calrissian, and here's why. Someone's saying it sort of tongue-in-cheek where they actually mean the opposite. Okay. I, I'm going to say Lando Calrissian, and I'm saying it's tongue-in-cheek, but they know that it's true and not that they mean the opposite. <laughs> but they're being like, you can't kill a robot, you know, in the same way that you can't kill a dog. Yes, it is Lando Calrissian, and Josiah is correcter <laughs> than Mike. Um, okay, I'm doing fuck it. Me, is, dude. It's uh, R or four, whatever Obi Wan's droid is. Uh-huh. Um, they like said there was another scene where like the droid just got like murdered by whoever on Geonosis, and they're like, we can't show that. Like that was him being like, that's a step too far. That's but then, this so is great strange. because this this is like huge if true, and it is true because that. In, in, entirely validates my whole droids as dogs. Oh, it, thing. it definitely does. Yeah, <laughs> and it also shows the shift in philosophy change right. to, yeah. to to Disney being like, "Yeah, just fucking milk it, do it, kill him." Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, number three. Don't they kill a bunch of droids in the Clone Wars? Yeah, but like the bad battle droids. droids. I think it's yeah. it's essentially like being like if you killed R two D two. Sure, right. Not the dog ones. Right. <laughs> um, all right. This scene is a very emotional scene for the fans because they are very familiar with the garage. What? Oh, God. This scene when, is I a guess very goes... emotional scene for the fans because they are very familiar with the garage. That's so boring that I want it to be true. <laughs> I I'm also say, think it's so, like, exactly right on the nose that I don't think it's true. So I'm going to say Phobie okay. 1 Kenobi. Lando Calrissian. It is Lando Calrissian. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am I doing am so three bad. Three. <laughs> this, uh, this is the guy that I mentioned I don't remember. Oh, okay. Like, I think, I think like he was VFX working on... Guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are they and I was just about- like, what a, what a weird thing to say. When he's um in the garage at the Lars homestead talking about, oh, like, yes, I, okay. killed, I killed sand people. That, yeah. that thing. God, what a weird movie. Number four. This is the scene that is supposed to sell the audience on Annie as potentially a bad guy. <laughs> if you're watching these films in the correct order... This should be the first time you ask yourself, maybe this guy isn't a hero after all. Oh my god. Lando Calrissian, Phobie One Kenobi. It's once again so (laughs) exactly literal. (laughs) Yeah, it's so dull that I'm like, that sounds like George, you know? But I want to know. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It is or is not. George Lucas, but that is that is who is supposed to have said this. Okay, so it's not okay, but it still could be Michael Delaney. It still could be, but <laughs> yeah, it's either it, George it, Lucas or Michael Delaney <laughs> in in a George Lucas mask. Yeah, <laughs> in a mosque. In yes. a mosque. Um, I'm gonna say Lando Calrissian for that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going against Mike because his luck has been bad. So I'm gonna say Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Uh, that is a phobia on Kenobi. Oh my Fuck god, yeah, dude! <laughs> and that, yeah. that's that's an appropriation because I 
he did refer to Anakin as Annie in another like oh part of the commentary. I was just like, "You fucking dweeb!" What a weirdo. <laughs> Calling uh, his, his own characters. That's, but that's, also, let me see, just so I didn't use this in a later one. Um, no, I did not. But uh, he would say in the commentary, um, like, oh, if you're watching these films in the correct order, he would oh say that kind of a thing a lot. And, like, he would he would try to... There was a thing specifically about Tusken Raiders, um, and he's like, you know, so this is the first time we're seeing this if you know, if you're watching these in the correct quarter, correct order, the only time you've seen them is like shooting off guns at a pod race, like because that's his deep seated oh. belief is that there is a correct order to watch these. Oh my god! So he thinks. So George say, George thinks we should start at episode one. Oh, hundred percent. Which that's is wild. Of course, incorrect. <laughs> Crazy. <Yeah. laughs> okay, number five. If you listen closely, you can hear a Jawa scream in this traffic jam, which is the first time we've had a Jawa anywhere besides Tatooine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lando Calrissian, and that is Ben Burt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say Obi-Wan Kenobi because I'm going to go against Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it is Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Oh how, have your, how have your instincts been wrong on every single yeah, one? You're like, like, yeah, this this doesn't statistically add up to me. <laughs> this, uh, that was inspired by one where they're like, if you look in the corner of this Coruscant traffic, you can see two uh, TIE fighters chasing an X-Wing. It's hard to uh, see, but it's there. God. Sure. <laughs> All right. If you're watching this movie in the correct order, it's the first time you see TIE fighters. <laughs> yeah. It's true. They they canonically don't exist. Yeah, they don't, yeah. <laughs> they don't exist yet. <laughs> Number six, Poggle the Lesser. Mm. We always joked about who Poggle the Greater was. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's such a dad joke that I, I'm going to go ahead and say Lando Calrealzian. I I am also going to say Lando Calrealzian and also because I think it's real, not because I just want to be on the same page as Josiah. <laughs> I hope it's no. wrong just so that Mike is wrong again. Yeah. No, it is Lando Calrealzian. I, I thought that would be a that'd be an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's got real good, real good dad joke energy. That's All so, right. I, I need to watch these commentaries because you seem to like really get a lot of like great shit out of them, and like I do well, love how well, fucking weird George Lucas is. Yeah, I if as evidenced by Solo, a Star Wars reference, I get a lot of good shit out of bad shit. So right, don't yeah. take that as a suggestion. No, I mean I do too for sure. Like like um, camp and like. Yeah, uh, goofy dad joke shit. Like the prequel, the prequel commentaries at the very least. I feel like I would oh, really yeah. enjoy. <laughs> I even looked up because I was like, "Oh, well, I'm doing solo. Is there? Can I even find a commentary? A and the B would it be interesting? Right. And I don't right. think you can. I don't think you can. And I certainly wasn't going to buy the Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be Ron Howard talking the half the time because he only did half the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to shut up for this part. You I know, had nothing I, to do with it. I don't know <laughs> what's going on here. <laughs> That's a good Ron uh, Howard. Eh. He goes, Amaryllis? 
<laughs> you guys remember how he was yeah. that kid in Music Man? Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. And a double <laughs> boiler. And a double. <laughs> we can't start talking about that again. Okay. Uh, number seven. If Obi-Wan is, in fact, to capture Jango and Boba and bring them back, how is he going to fit them in the Jedi Starfighter? <laughs> That's well, a fun plot hole, I guess, if you want to call it such. I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to wait for Mike to answer. I'm going to go the opposite of whatever he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say um, Lando Calrissian. All right, then that makes my decision for Obi-Wan Kenobi. All right, it is Lando Calrissian. Damn it! I, I left it at that. I think the, the fuller quote makes it very obviously real. So he said, uh, after that, he said, are they going to be strapped to the hood? Are they going to be in the rumble strip? Well, we don't know. So fortunately, we never had to answer that question. <laughs> what What does in the rumble strip mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because that's the I thing like on the highway uh. that keeps you from falling asleep. <laughs> That's why yeah. I didn't. I was like, "Don't say that. That makes no sense." Did you guys know there was one of those next to Obi Wan's ship everywhere he went? Oh, that, yeah, sure. To make sure he didn't fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. All right, number eight. Here we have young Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, who of course will end up dead by the fourth film. <laughs> wow. Lando Calrissian, Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm gonna say that's a little too dark. Maybe. I'm going to say Phobie One Kenobi. I'm going to say because that's such an insane, obvious, doy thing to say <laughs> that it's Lando Calrissian. It's Phobie One Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're back, baby. Man, you really are like double reversing me on like all of these like too simple. <sighs> that, that Honestly, Ooh. though, I feel like I do have a good sense of his voice because yes. that, that is something he'd say, oh, of course they will be dead. You know, right, like yeah, doesn't even care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his 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 commentary style is an awful lot like his whole mo of like uh, answering questions you weren't asking. Like, like, and and I and his movie making style. I do believe style. that he thinks this real reality is happening, and he happened to be the guy there with a film the historian. Camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. He um some of the things he would say like. I left this one out. He said the last lightsaber fight. He said, and right now this is just supposed to be a tone poem with 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 lights, like just you know, just visual, like uh, lightsabers. But again, no, that don't don't say uh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> a tone, a tone. What a, what a nice idea, George. Meaning like when they cut the lights and it's Dooku and Anakin, and we just see yeah. their face lit by lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking of <laughs> uh, Christopher Lee as Doku is there as an homage to Peter Cushing and the horror films of the 1960s and 1970s. Okay. Doku? Yep. That's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> then Lando Calrissian for sure. L Lando Calrissian? Nope. That is Obi-Wan oh, Kenobi. <laughs> however, however... Included again, just like the Annie thing, because he said Doku multiple times. I was like, then make it be pronounced that He's way. so weird with pronunciation. <laughs> Even George Lucas in his real life is like, no, you can say words however you want them. Yeah. 
Gungans. All right. Three more. Three more. All right. It was important for us to see the blue milk. Oh, fuck. God. I hope not. <laughs> Bobby won Kenobi. <laughs> Do we see it? I'm going to say Lando Calrissian. It's Lando Calrissian. Oh, my no. God. That is uh, the the VFX guy says that. The same scene that with the garage thing earlier. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the milk is at the Lars homestead. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Important that we see right. it. Klieg Lars, Schmee's my wife. <laughs> Here's my girlfriend. <laughs> I think that every time now. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to say that she's the girlfriend yeah. and my wife. <laughs> my wife. Uh, the two things that gave us the most grief on Dexter were the grease stains on his shirt and the texture of his mustache. <laughs> Should lizards have mustaches? Well, ours does. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm also going to say for that one, Lando Calrissian. All right. I'm going to go for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> you really have my freaking number. You had me because you used the phrase gave us the most grief. That sounds like something yes. like someone 20, 30 years older than us would say. Yeah, like a boring uh, older guy. So do you think that this is a marketable skill, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Great, great. I think great, so. Great. If yeah. you're applying for any jobs soon, just let me know yeah. and I'll tell him like he can do a really good Pretending Star he's like boring comedy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> he can, he can, that's really the sequel. I was honestly, I'm glad you guys seem to be having a good time. I was worried about it because I was like, man, all oh, this is very boring. But <laughs> I guess, I guess that's, that's part of the fun. Right. right. Last one. They were the ones that Jay and Silent Bob worried got killed in the Death Star. But they are, after all, just a bunch of large termites. What? Fuck, I don't know those m movies. The viewist universe whatsoever. Uh I don't know. It's it's so it's Greek to me. I'm gonna say it's Lando Calrissian. So there were giant termites that presumably were blown up in the Death Star, but these weren't. So are these two are these Geonosians? I guess I'm going to say Lando Calrissian. It seems like it seems like it might be real. It is Lando Calrissian. So is that what I said? I can't remember. Yes, yes. Yeah. So basically, uh, like the whole joke in Clerks or whatever is like, hey, like people, innocent people got killed on the Death Star. Uh, like, oh, sure. like, oh yeah, I'm a private contractor. Like, I don't work for a company. So uh -huh. George, George was saying that, yes, the Geonosians would be these, like, like, because they're, like, show the whole, like, oh, they made the Death Star. So he references, like, clerks and, and talks about Jay and Silent Bob. And then, of course, I like that he undercuts it by saying, but they are, after all, just a bunch of large termites. <laughs> it's really funny how imaginative uh, George Lucas is and how how much of like a world he created. And like in his mind, he, even he thinks it's fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's so imaginative and then so dull about this cool thing. Yeah. It's like he's like, oh, they're just large That's termites. That's like a laser That's, sword. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean they're just large termites? <laughs> you made them up. They're aliens. They built a whole Death Star. What are you talking about? I think, but the, in that statement, he's evaluating, like, what life is worth 
And what? apparently <laughs> also telling us that that Geonosians don't like that their life is not worth no, the life. No, exactly. That's what of I'm saying. Regular humans, yeah. They're large bugs, whatever. We squish them. All right. That was the latest installment of Are You, Are you for Landon? Cal Real Scene? <laughs> that was very good. Um I uh, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so I was I thought about this very recently, and then I sort of forgot that I hadn't actually explored it until just now. But we were talking about Attack of the Clones. We were talking about Geonosians and um, battle droids and all that shit. Is um, here's my hypothesis, and I'm sharing my <sighs> screen with you now. The battle droid, because it was made by Geonosians, was designed by Geonosians. Yeah, like yep. or yeah. rather designed in their image. Yes. Oh, that that is. Uh, I I think that is a true thing. But I could I could see George if, saying that after the fact as well. Well, and of course we meet the battle droids before we meet the Geonosians. So like, right? Who knows that's, if, that's what I mean. So yeah. he probably was like, oh, so what if there was aliens that looked like the robots? Yeah. Right. If that's <laughs> if that's not canon, then it should be because it feels like it is. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Let's uh okay we gotta we gotta rate this thing so we've talked a what? lot about where if if the fact that it's a Star Wars reference makes it Star Wars we do have the lower end of our Star Wars movies are the are the Disney era. Does it feel let's get into this really specific. Does it feel more Star Wars than Last Jedi? Mm. Yes, he said cynically <laughs> i know it i don't does. know how to answer that because regardless of the era star wars tends to be lightsaber space opera uh well here are my i wrote down pros and cons okay good they're, yes they're, they're, i did not a couple of them are the same so for pros and cons the first one is countless direct references yeah <laughs> uh Pros, Star Star Destroyers and TIE Fighters, Rebellion Origins, Space Chess, Music Callbacks, Sneaking Around, kind of Young Man Dreams of Adventure, which you could say is Luke slash... I could also see them, because again, I said this before with the uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, watching a bad movie is like kind of trying to like parse out a mystery and figure yeah. out what they were trying to what do. What happened? Yeah. So so like maybe they're trying to be like, "Oh, young Han Solo is young George Lucas like looking for this life of adventure and fast cars uh-huh. and whatever the fuck." Mm. Uh cons, countless direct references. Uh no one says f- the force or hope. Uh, Pretty sure no hope. Uh, mm. No skywalkers. <laughs> Opening crawl replaced with exposition that is rendered meaningless 15 minutes in. Uh, <laughs> and that's as far as I got. So there's probably more, but that's all I wrote down. So this is, okay, it is halfway then very sequ- very sequel trilogy and half mm-hmm. not because it deals with the original trilogy characters, which the sequel trilogy also deals with. And it but leans wh- on original trilogy stuff. Like, what this like is you said, music of. callbacks. They do basically every different Millennium yeah. Falcon-related song all within one sequence. What this is making me think of, though, is it feels like expanded universe books E. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which is there were, Star Wars. Which is Star Wars. and Because there were a lot of solo store like han solo stories han right. and Chewie stories you know like han and lando kind of stuff yeah and so it feels like that in a way so like i feel like it it's like 50 percent 
old Star Wars right. and 50% new Star Wars. You know what I mean? Which is pretty Star Wars. Which is pretty Star like, Wars. Right. Like, not many can say that they kind of do a Legends thing and a new canon thing. Yeah. It's hard to to equate anything to Legends or whatever because they're... Like, this movie's long enough, and if it was a quote-unquote Legends type thing, we would, like, actually learn the rules of Sabacc. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that sure. was my least favorite part. Like, as a person who doesn't play sports and doesn't gamble, anytime, <laughs> like, in a in a book, like, I skipped over every fucking section of Quidditch in Harry Potter. I was like, oh, great. They're playing the fake sport. I don't even care about the real sports. Right. <laughs> Why do I care about yeah, the yeah. fake sports? So the yeah, same get, thing with the Sabak. I asked, yeah. I remember asking a friend, like, because like, I, I was like, yeah, I watched Casino Royale. And That's the movie I, knew, I was thinking of when you said that. Like, they do sort of spell out for you, like, what the stakes are. Well, the, the the thing with that is, like, yeah, the, the filmmaking process, like, you know, the language says, like, this is a big deal, even if you don't know it's sure. a big deal. So, so, like, to me, I remember being like, oh, sure, like, I don't understand how to play poker, but this seemed like a dramatic moment. Right. And then I asked, I was like, so, could you, like, somebody who played cards, could you parse out anything? from this game. Did it make sense? They're like, uh-huh. absolutely not. Like, <laughs> so the, the drama is not there. Like, all I know is that when you play Sabacc, if you have the little green Psylop, you fucking win, man. Right. If, if you have that... If you Guys, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about because Sabacc was a game of both skill and chance that could be played with as few as two and as many as eight players. <laughs> players could designate a dealer or take turns as the dealer rotating in a clockwise fashion at the beginning of each hand. And the object of Sabacc was to have a final hand with a total as close to 23 or negative 23 as possible without going over. Come on! Dude, why why are you always saying that? That's like your catchphrase. Like, <laughs> I, enough! That's we, what God, we, my, we, my girlfriend says that all the time. always saying that. <laughs> She's like, will you stop telling me the rules of Sabacc when we're trying to have make love? <laughs> And I'm like, I this, can't. I'm obsessed. That sounds even realer now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lando Calrissian. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I can't stop talking about Sabak. I, I have some notes that I want to run through as I do in the end of this, as I forgot to have brought them up before. Uh, with the betting, and again, this is me, someone who doesn't know how gambling works, how anything of that nature works. Uh a big plot point seems to focus on Han expecting that Lando will bet the Millennium Falcon. Right. Just just because he won it in a bet. Yeah. And and the only reason Han loses that initial bet is cuz Lando cheats. Uh-huh. But right. but that's one thing. So first off, Lando should be like, uh, you lost, so I'm not doing anything you say until you pay me in some form or another, right. let alone finish this movie with you. Yeah. <laughs> second, second off, how does he know? How does he know? It's like, oh, yeah, he'll always bet the Millennium Falcon right, in a Right, because the only game. thing he's been told <laughs> is that he loves the ship more than anything, basically. like. Well, he kind of primes him to do it, but it's also not a set thing like he primes him up be like oh I love my ship would never you know you know so he's sort of doing like a hustler thing by being with like with that I'll, I'll come back at you Josiah that that might make him an okay smuggler or not smuggler a con gambler yeah he <laughs> might not be a big okay alright you can stay on the team 
<laughs> I'm trying to see if Little Green Silop is mentioned anywhere in Sabak's Wikipedia entry, <laughs> and it's not. So that's that's, that's even better. And again, I, wanna, I haven't said this. These are one of the things that I say to you guys in the in the Twitter thread, but <laughs> not on the podcast. I think I would like this movie a lot less if it like had a green lit sequel. Like if I love this movie because it it's tries, a weird... <laughs> it's a swing and a miss. Yeah, and they, they, they're like, hey, what if we tried to set up three different types of franchises? Yes, right, guys, guys, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was wrong. So, <laughs> so it's actually deeper than we thought. Of course, everything's a reference in this movie. So it's not really a reference, but it is. Psylop is the old Karelian word for idiot, which is one of the face cards in Sabak. So idiots array. Yep. Why? Okay. So they said Psylop, which is the old <laughs> Karelian word. But you're right. It's, it it does weirdly. It's it's like they were like, okay, we did Rogue One, which like we all knew wasn't going to have any follow up. So now let's do a movie where we can set up like all sorts of directions we can go that ultimately won't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because Rogue One operates on, like, the same principle I had when I saw Phantom Menace when I was in fifth grade. I remember being like, oh, Qui-Gon's going to die in the end of this movie because he's not in the other movies. I'm Uh smart. And that's like, everybody's like, oh, my God, all these people are going to die at the end of this sad Star Wars movie. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I had the same. I had the same. Well, once again, this 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 is like, I had that same feeling in Avengers... Which whatever in game or Infinity War, whichever one came first. Friend I don't game. Know. Friend game. Friend game. You both said different things. Um, so, because everyone was like, "Oh, I can't believe they killed half the Avengers," and I was both like, "Okay, first off, this is a very oh, okay, well-known yeah. storyline, so I knew that was going to happen." And second off, do you think they're really dead? Because this is a superhero movie. Yeah, don't you know what like movie studios and celebrities and money are? <laughs> and so I feel I felt that way about Rogue One because coming in I was like, oh, I know what happens. I know what this movie is. But then once again, going back to our earlier point, there are a lot of people who go to see movies that don't know what they don't aren't as right. like there are people who saw Rogue One that didn't know it was a du- direct prequel. They're the so they people didn't who know literally people needed the the subtitle a Star Wars story because right, they went right. to the movie theater and were like, "What is this movie?" <laughs> hey, fans, write in if anybody listening to that podcast believes <laughs> that they are one of these people. I will be shocked. <laughs> none of, yeah, none I don't of those people of, listen to this. Yeah, podcast. I don't think any of anyone who goes out of their way to listen to a tangentially Star Wars related podcast is absolutely not one of the people that sure. it just goes to see whatever movie. We right, let me up. let me run down. Yes, yeah, do. so let me let me let me I want to mention the tan- Tandy Newton of it all. Is that <laughs> always is something for me. It's like I I've never like cared about a job enough to die for it. No, I know. <laughs> she she says she said it's been a ride babe and i wouldn't trade it for anything and blows herself up so they can get the score right from this job and it's like wh- why no and just I, I think the the rationale is like because if they didn't finish the job they would have all been killed Right, Dryden Voss, the, the, but they don't the tone, give us that information yet. <laughs> the tone never like it's not consistent because right, I, he doesn't seem that mad about it. The rest of the movie, like right. Woody Harrelson, <laughs> he he has a big sad scream face when she blows up. Yeah, but the rest like of the movie, weird... he could not be bothered. No, yeah, by the I completely fact forgot that about she his died. true love. 
But is that Star Wars? Yes, Mike brought something no. up. No. Is like, it not, what do you think it is? I, I don't know. I don't know. It it is like somewhat consistent with like romance not really being something that matters. <laughs> it's slightly it's slightly fridging in a way. Yes. Like, uh, and so you could argue that that happens like Mike made the argument in the commentary that, that kind of happens to Padme even though she doesn't die and then she does die but as soon as she's like the love interest she loses all agency like agency yeah as soon as, soon as yeah. she's pregnant exactly but, yes but yeah I don't know love love is that that was some well, of the deleted stuff from the the game was uh, George saying this is what I call a uh, romance light. Like that's Gross. that's how he was describing the the scenes with Padme and Anakin. Oh so uh, I suppose you could say that like romance lack thereof. Like yeah, it kind of tries to have its cake and eat it too a little. Um, let's see. We're running long, so can we yes. try to slot in solo in yeah, between? We're- where are the numbers again? Okay, where does it go? Does it go in between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker? Does it go between Rise of Skywalker and Force Awakens? Or does it go between Force Awakens and Attack of the Clones? Because I feel like it's not higher than the prequels. No, no I you know, agree. So we really just got to figure out what, what I'll is I'll give it, you that, but I will not. I will always fight for higher, but I won't <laughs> say it's more than the prequels. So it can max, it can't be above 8.25, but it can be anywhere between, it can be a little lower than 8, but I, I do gut check feel like it's more Star Wars than Last Jedi. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Yeah, definitely. And then, so okay, next, gut check is it's more Star Wars than Rise of Skywalker. Yes, I say yes. Because it, again, because it is this very specific, like, of a time, swing and a miss. Like, Rise of mm. Skywalker is its own thing, and it's its own failure. This is a specific right. failure. Right. And I think this is the type of failure Disney wants. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a prequel failure. Yes. Yeah. Whereas is Rise it? of Skywalker is a failure at being the Force Awakens. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that's next. Is it more Star Wars and Force Awakens? I'm going to say no, because Force Awakens so it's specifically like so right down the middle. was trying to do just Star Wars again. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I will cop to that. Force Awakens is pretty much just the homage movie. Right. So then that's, that slots it right between... This is hilarious. <laughs> that slots it right between Rise of Skywalker, which is 8.0625. So 8 and 1 16th. <laughs> uh-huh, and The Force Awakens, which is 8... Point one two five eight and one eight. And eight. <laughs> so we're gonna have to go down to I don't know, or we can what a, move. What if it's eight point one? Yeah, why not? Why why not? Eight and one tenth. <laughs> That's great. They don't all have to be equal equal, you know. Yeah. Or equidistant. I mean. Right. All right, I'm putting solo in. Well, what's everybody's unit of measure? Because mine's gonna be little green Cylops. Mine's gonna be droid hips. Oh, we didn't even talk yeah. about that. <laughs> no, we didn't. We, we didn't. sure didn't. Yeah, there's so much to talk about this movie. Lando fucked the Millennium Falcon. Um, <laughs> it's canon. I will say my unit measure will be guns that fit into tops of cases. Yeah. <laughs> at the at the end, I, did he like carve that out of like foam? Yeah. So it like stuck in there. So, uh, yeah, that's mine. 
Gun. Gosh. Yeah, so it'd be really it. interesting if this movie decided what it was. Yeah. All right, 8.1 across the board. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with that. All right, we got to wrap up. Yeah. Um, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do... No. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Dang, normally he does. First time, first time. You can time. find us at House Stories on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email us at agoodpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Patreon.com slash House Star Wars Is It. For $5 a month, you can get a commentary track every month and an episode every week. Yes, it's good. Michael Delaney, do you want to tell the people about anything? Uh, so if you didn't play the first game, <laughs> this is a great time to play the game. Watch my video. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars reference. I am also on YouTube at Cormac Michael, on Twitter at Cormac Michael, and in the month of December, I'll be doing some kind of movie clip, TV clip, Christmas thing. So follow Hell me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's about time for Tubby Bye Bye. I'd say so. <laughs> so like we always say, we, we love, love you. Tubby Bye Bye. And may and the fourth be with, with you. you. <laughs>Like we always say, tubby bye, tubby bye bye. Oh brother! We didn't even talk about the droid. There's so much there, more we didn't that, talk about. This is crazy. There's a lot with this movie. That's yeah. There's a lot. <laughs>